Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. I am back in Sweet Home, Alabama, back in Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, got back from Columbus on Saturday night. It's about a nine-hour drive from Columbus, Ohio. I was up there with my brother who had some surgery. Thank you for all of your prayers. Please keep them coming because he still has some, as my husband would say, some opportunities going on. So I would appreciate that. And as I was driving into the garage on Saturday night, I got a text from our son Jonathan's girlfriend, Mallory, long-term girlfriend, Mal. And she said, can you please scan my granddad? The paramedics are at his house doing chest compressions on him. And I thought, holy mackerel. So I sat in the garage in my car and scanned him. And what I saw was he was in stage 11 of the 12 phases of transition. And for those of you that aren't familiar with that, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see the 12 phases of transition are graphics. You'll see them on the website. There's a tab for them about what happens as someone's dying, the configuration of angels and deceased loved ones and pets, spirits, too, that are in a certain configuration. That's how I can tell how close to death somebody is. So I asked Mallory's granddad, I said, excuse me, are you ready to go? He said, no, I'm asking him psychically, telepathically. I said, are you in pain? And he said, yes. And I thought, well, yeah, the paramedics are pounding on your chest. And then the third thing was, I said, what do you need? And he said, I need my family. So I texted Mal back. I said, are you guys headed to the ER? She said, yes. Went inside, took my suitcase in, went to the bathroom, found my husband, gave him a kiss and said, honey, we need to go to the emergency room and explained why. Cut short, cut to the chase. We get to the ER before Mallory and her family arrived and um, her grandfather was already in a bay and her uncle was with him. And by the time they got there, he had already died. So a couple of thoughts about that. First of all, talk about timing. I mean, I'm driving in my garage after a nine-hour drive and being gone for 10 days. That was wild. Secondly, I was so grateful that we were there to support them at the emergency room as they were all arriving. And that was, you know, really touching and really, um, really heartfelt. And then lastly, I appreciate that 
we, when we do go, we are surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones who are there to greet us and lead us into paradise and lead us to heaven. And I was able to share that with the family, and they knew that I would be able to tell how close to death he was. And so it, it ended up really being such a blessing for all of us on all of those fronts. And so please remember Mallory and her family in your prayers this week, too, because they've been through a lot. He was 88 and was not well, but we're never ready when somebody goes. And it's still heartbreaking for the family and loved ones. And um, so I appreciate you remembering them. After having said all of that, let's go. We have several callers on hold already, so let's go ahead and go to the phones, and we'll get some questions answered. And I believe our first caller is Zaina. Hi, Zaina. Are you with us? I am. Yes, thank you. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Good, thank you. And you? Great. Thanks. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. How are things down there? Oh, beautiful today. Not much humidity yet and just really lovely with a nice breeze today. Oh, good. I was down there recently and I saw that Speedway. Oh, my goodness. Is that something else? (laughs) I hadn't seen it in a few years and they had obviously done a big renovation. And wow, is it impressive? It's massive. How many people does that thing seat? Does it seat 100,000 people? Uh, I think actually more than that. I think it's closer to 150, but I don't know the the real numbers. And unlike a football stadium that is all has seating all around it, this seating's just on one side. So it when you're driving past it, it just seems like it goes on for. It looks like it takes up three city blocks or something. It's crazy. <laughs> At least. Crazy. So really fun. Well, good. Well, thanks for calling in this evening. Did you have a question for me? I did. Um, My mother is advanced Parkinson's. Um, She's reaching the point where she cannot tell us what she needs or what she would like. Um, We do most of the talking and decisions for her, except for simple, would you like chocolate? Yes, I would. Did you have to ask? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to know how we can assist her in this process okay. or if you can see the stages of her disease or her transition and where we might be with all of this. Sure, sure, absolutely. I, Zaina, can communicate with people who are deceased, with their spirits, and also people who are alive, like in your mom's case. What's your mom's name, by the way? Margaret. 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 Margaret, okay. And um, and it's telepathic communication. It reminds me of things that I've read about with the Aborigines, especially in Australia, and how for millennia they've been able to communicate telepathically across thousands of miles in some instances. And so that's what I do. I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit and then I'm able to communicate with whomever, anywhere. So what I'm going to do, Zaina, is I'm going to connect to you in Daytona Beach, and through you I'm going to connect to your mom. And then okay. I'll ask her permission real quickly if I can scan her, because I don't scan people that don't give me their permission. I just, it's not an, it's an ethical thing with me. I don't believe that it's 
ethical for me to do that. So I'll um, do that real quickly and then we'll see what we get and we can ask her questions and I can get answers for you. Hopefully. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Even if she doesn't give me permission to scan her, we can still ask her questions telepathically. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Raising my vibrational level. And I see a laser beam in my mind's eye, Zaina, that's going from my body here in Birmingham and it is heading south to you in Daytona. And it's hilarious because it goes behind me. Just <laughs> the way my office is and my desk is positioned south is behind me so my laser beam comes out of my sternum and then turns around and goes south it's pretty okay. funny how I, I watch it go directionally to wherever somebody is so uh okay got you on my radar okay got your mom all right, Margaret, I'm with Zaina. Do I have your permission to scan you? And she's saying yes before I even ask the question all the way. So let me get her. And what I'm doing, Zaina, is I'm shooting energy from her feet up through the top of her head. And she, what I'm seeing is um, the scaffolding of her body, I would say the bones, the, almost like the structure of her body, and it's it's starting to disintegrate. I can see holes in the in the bones, almost. Um, I think she probably has osteoporosis. Pretty a pretty good case of that, based on what I'm seeing. And so, so that is the for, the energy always goes to what it's needed when it's needed the most first, or where it's needed the most first. So. I see this outline of her skeletal system, and she has big holes in the calcium in her bones. So um, what I'm going to do is see if I can get some of those to fill in while I'm checking her Parkinson's. Okay, the nerves that I'm seeing on the Parkinson's, some of them look like they're frayed. And I know you've seen a picture of a cord that looks frayed on the end, or or if if a cord... If you've ever seen a cord that plugs into the wall that's from a lamp or something and some dog is chewed on it or some animal mm-hmm. and it looks great, that's what her nerves look like, um, ex- especially in her extremities, I'm seeing, her arms in particular going down to her hands. Her brain um, has some, I can see some um, circuits in her brain look like they're ruptured almost like they've, um, ruptured is a good word. So uh, let me see if I can get those calmed down too while I'm doing that. Okay, so while I'm watching all these, these are healings that I'm watching happen, Zaina. What, what are your questions for her? What can we do to make her more comfortable? And I guess are the decisions that we make for her Okay. Okay. So the first thing that came to my mind was glutathione. Are you familiar with that? No. Okay. It's spelled G as in green, L-U-T as in Tim, A-T-H-I-O-N. And I believe there's an E on the end of it. If you Google that, and especially if you go to YouTube and type in Parkinson's glutathione, I've seen and heard several interviews. 
I've seen some videos on on YouTube, and I've I've heard several interviews of experts on Parkinson's, and they find when they give glutathione in IVs, especially, um, they have really great results for Parkinson's patients. So check that out. That's the first thing that came to mind. Um, I just asked her if she's in pain, and she said no. She's not in pain. Does she seem to be in pain when you're with <laughs> she her? She tells us she's fine all the time. Only okay. if I try to touch her fingers or, or trim her nails or her toenails, um, mm-hmm. that seems to be painful for her, touching her fingers or her toes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that based on what I'm seeing with her extremities looking like they're, um, you know, kind of frayed. So I can understand that. Okay, so... She's telling me it does hurt when you do that. She says that it hurts sometimes when she's moved. Does she walk stills in or is she in a wheelchair? She's wheelchair bound and when I know that moving her in the Hoyer lift is painful for her. Yeah, that's what she's telling me. She's saying she's okay when she's still, but when she's moved, it's painful. Um, Okay, are you making, are your children making the... Decisions you would want them to make. Yes, they're wonderful, is her response. Is there anything that you'd like for them to bring you? Does she have sweet tooth? She told me candy. <laughs> oh, yes. Chocolate. Okay. All right. Yeah, she said she'd like for you to bring her more candy. <laughs> <laughs> we keep her stocked. Okay. All right. Uh, she, she wants you to... She wants you guys to let her know where you put the candy because she doesn't remember where you put it when you bring bring it to her. Oh, it's in a locked box to keep the staff out of it. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so she's telling me that she can hide candy underneath her bed. Okay. But I don't, but I don't know that she could get to it. No, she couldn't. Okay, but she's saying, she she said under her bed, and then she showed me a picture of, like, under her mattress. <laughs> so, okay. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I don't know what kind of bed she's in. Probably a hospital bed. It but is, she, yes. But, but she's showing me that she could slide a candy bar underneath her mattress, and nobody mm-hmm. would find it. We could. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Okay, other questions for her. Um, is she ready for the next stage of this disease? She's saying no. How can anybody ever be ready? Yeah. But she's not dying at this moment in time. Because when somebody's dying, their spirit's out of their body. And again, if you go to that 12 phases of transition chart that's on my website, Zaina, it's it shows how the spirit exits the body through the top of the head and hangs on as somebody's dying, and I call it a spirit bubble. It, it reminds me of the bubble in a cartoon where the caption is, where the words mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And um, when somebody is dying and their spirit isn't in their body, I'm unable to scan them medically because the energy source isn't in the body our spiritual right. energy source, which is our energy field. So she is not in the dying configuration at all right now. Okay. It's just the next 
stages, we're seeing changes in her mm-hmm. in the in the last month. That mm-hmm. to me, she's moving into the. She's taking another step down mm-hmm. in her, or she's increasing into the disease yeah. more than she has for a while. Uh okay. So, do you want me to ask her a question about if? She wants you guys to try and help her stop the progression of the disease or if she wants you to just support her as she goes through this, which sounds maybe like kind of a crazy question, but I've had it before with people with whom I've worked, Sana, and some people tell me this is, this is what they've chosen and this is their path and they just want their family there to support them. They don't want them to try and cure them or fix what's going on. And, and that's tough on the families, but is it, the, is it your mom's right to make that decision? She made a, quite a few decisions before she got this, this far advanced. We've known this. She's been, in this, she's been diagnosed for 40-plus years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Hers was a very slow progression in, in the disease. Um, she's been very accepting of it, and we have tried to support her. I uh-huh. guess the question would be is, is there anything more we could do to support her in this process? Okay. All right. So, Miss Margaret, is there anything else your children can – she's on the candy thing. Bring her more candy. <laughs> <laughs> she's on that. That's the first thing out of her – you know, out of her mind to mine, even before the question was out. She's, okay. she's all about the candy. So my guess is not only is the candy taste good for her, but it probably has given her a serotonin uptake mm-hmm. when she eats it, which makes her feel better. And, sure. um, you know, at this stage of the game, it's kind of like, I would say, take the woman what she wants. Oh, get, we do. Get her, get her some, <laughs> we get don't her withhold some, it. Get her some candy bars and let her stick it under her mattress. I think that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that she did that. Any other questions that I can ask her for you? No, I think that's good. Thank you so much. I'll call in again. Okay. Thanks, Zaina. Good luck to you and to your mom. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. Candy bars. That's hilarious. I've never heard of that before, but you you hear about people moving out of their homes, elderly people, and you find stashes of money and things like that in between mattresses. So I guess chocolate bars, what the heck? That, That makes sense, too. So, okay. I believe our next caller is Allie. Hi, Allie. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm good. Much better than last time we talked. <laughs> oh, good. Please tell everybody yeah. where you're calling from. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Yes, where I just spent 10 days. Yes, yes. All uh-huh. the lilacs and um, and honeysuckle and stuff are in, were in bloom up there while I was up there. And, oh, my gosh. Everywhere I went, it just smelled amazing. Yeah, it's been awesome here lately. It's been hot. And, yeah, very yeah. nice. It wasn't necessarily hot when I was up there, but yeah, it I was, guess this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was really pretty, and I especially enjoyed seeing the lilacs because it's too hot for me to grow them down here in the deep south. 
Oh, yeah. And I, I had forgotten about them, I guess. I hadn't been up there in the springtime, I guess, and yeah. seen all of them in bloom. But Yeah, I love anyway. the smell of them. Yeah, wonderful. Well, tell me what's up with you. Um, well, uh, we actually, so I'm, I'm engaged and Congratulations. my, thank you. Um, but I pretty much just call my husband cause we've been together for so long, but, um, he got a call yesterday, um, and his grandmother is 90 something years oh. old, very old. Okay. And okay. her husband decided that he didn't want to take care of the house anymore. So he moved to a nursing home. But mm-hmm. she didn't want to go with him. Mm-hmm. And so his daughter, the grandfather's daughter, different marriage, um, called my husband and wants us to kind of go to a lawyer and get in control of the grandmother and all that, like everything that goes with that because everyone else lives out of state. And okay. um, the fam- immediate family members aren't really the best people, I guess you can say, to be in charge of something. She has okay. lots of things that would be valuable to them and stuff. So okay. um, so I don't know if it's in our best interest to go through with this lawsuit and have us be in control of her and all of her doings and um, a house is involved in it and we obviously want the house and they just want to sell it. So I guess my question is if it's in our best interest to go along with this, if you know, it's just going to be a disaster or we're very confused because it all just happened last night. So does grandma have a will? Do you know? or a, She or does. A, she okay. does have a will and her son, um, one of her sons is in charge of it, but he's not like, uh, he's had like drug issues and stuff that just, and Kenny would be, the most responsible person to be in charge of it. He's the only grandson and the like ever. <laughs> so, right. right. Um, but I, yeah, so it's just a very weird like situation, but um, I guess the daughter who called Kenny was just like, I'm trying to look out forever. You know, I would hate for it to go in the wrong hands and all this stuff. So, well, is grandma mentally sound? I don't think so. Every time okay. we see her, she seems like, I don't think she should be driving and she is. Um, I, apparently she doesn't, Some we're hearing different things that she does have a license, but she did pass her test, but now I don't think she did. She said that she passed her driver's test, but so it's very confusing. So I didn't know if maybe you could scan her and see what she would like us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tell okay. me her name. Do you know what her first name is? Yeah, it's Adele. Adele, that's a pretty name. Sounds mm-hmm. old-fashioned, but yes, <laughs> we got we got that Adele singer that I know. <laughs> old-fashioned about her. Okay, all those old-fashioned names are coming back. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to do, Ellie, is I'm going to connect to you, and through you, I'm going to connect to Adele, like what I just did with Zena and her okay. mom. So, okay, laser beam heading north, going to Columbus. Got you. Okay, got Adele. Uh, okay, Adele, are you pleased with your will the way it is? No. Would you like to redo it? Yes. What's your, your fiancé's name? Kenny. Kenny. So would you like for Allie and Kenny to help you? Yes. I think she doesn't know what to do to change it. Yeah. It's so so she's, it's kind of like 
sometimes when we know we need to do something and we just don't know how to do it, it paralyzes us. The uh-huh. fear of just what we don't know is right. paralyzing. So um, would you like for them to help you redo your will and your – so you're talking about will and living will and durable power of attorney, durable medical power yeah. of attorney kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Would you like me. for – Allie and Kenny to help you revise that. Yes. Tell me the son's name. Seth. Okay. She doesn't want him as the executor anymore. Right. So I don't um, know how to yeah. go about this. We need to go okay. to the court. Like that's, I'm just confused. If it's- no, I think the easiest thing to do, Allie, is to go talk with her about it and ask her if she'd like for her to have her will redone and um, and then tell her you'll help that you'll help her okay does she have dement any dementia or anything last time we talked it was very confusing <laughs> okay I'm getting a no at this oh. moment in time I'm getting that she's coherent Good. now you know there's the telephone game, and there's so many different interpretations. I was talking about my son's girlfriend, Mal, and um, there was a woman who called somebody at, and, at the funeral and la, 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 and, and she asked her son's wife, may I speak to my son? And her wife, his wife said, well, I think she's starting to lose it because she didn't remember his name. And I said, well, that's a big job Yeah, I saying it. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. he may have just said, hi, can I speak to my son? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a long way from she doesn't remember her son's name. And right. this was an elderly woman. So I think the old telephone game when people talk to somebody who's elderly and they interpret it one way and then they tell somebody else and you add their interpretation on it and all of that. I right. get that she's of sound mind right now and she would love some yeah. help, but she, but she doesn't feel comfortable asking and she doesn't know where to go to get it okay so um we'll just have to yeah yeah i'm just trying to avoid the i just it's just i just don't want anybody's feelings to be hurt i guess that's uh, we don't want any drama well well, i don't know that anybody needs to know about it and if it's her decision then that will negate yeah at least in theory it does and if people have drama it's their drama yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, these are her wishes and we asked her if if she wanted help and so mm-hmm. I think I think that's very doable. So okay. how generous of you to, yeah. to even <laughs> be thinking along those ways, those lines. Oh, oh I know. Okay. We've never had anything like that in our family, so I don't even know what to do. So <laughs> Okay. Right. Well, well I'll I'll email you with um, the name of a law firm that I suggest in Columbus, okay. and um, and they can help you. And they're very affordable, and they're very good, and they're all over the state, and they're huge, and it, they okay. will make this super easy for you. Okay, so awesome. I'll email you after the show. Um, okay, what thank that you is. very much. Okay, you bet. Well, Thanks for uh, calling. Uh, How are you I, doing yeah. otherwise, though? Um, you okay? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Allie Luster, her dad. Some of you may may yeah. recognize Allie from calling in <laughs> several other times. She lost her dad what six months ago now. Oh God, no! It just we just had a, it's a seven month mark, so um, seven. which is great. Okay. Yeah, my um, yeah. 
my parents' anniversary, though, is coming up June 19th. So, I don't know. I think next time I call in, I might have to see if he can come through or something. <laughs> it's All right. It's been a long time. So, okay. uh, But, yeah. So, thank you, though, so much. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Enjoy your evening. Bye-bye. Okay. I believe our next caller is Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Are you with us? I'm here, Julie. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Moorpark, California, Southern California, near L.A. Right. Right near Westlake Village, where I used to live. Yep. Yeah, yep, we've talked about talking to me about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. You know, you were, last year you were here to visit your son, and I remember you were talking about going to Universal Studios, and I was like, oh, I think I was just there that day, too. Oh, no kidding. It was kidding. so funny. It was just, yeah, it was just like, oh, we were just there, too. <laughs> we were at the Harry Potter uh-huh. exhibit yeah. thing primarily, yep. Yep. and that is amazing. Okay. Did you yeah. go to that? Yeah, we go to that all the time. So <gasps> that's funny that you say that. We ate at the restaurant, and yeah, we yeah. love we love just going there. So yeah, and that and the fun. restaurant food was really good. Uh-huh. It's usually not in a theme park mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but no, it was we good. You were amazed, but for yeah. those of you listening that haven't been to the Harry Potter, I don't know what they call it, Harry Potter World, Kathleen, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Wizarding a movie. World of Harry Potter, yeah. That's it. It's like a movie set, and it's like mm-hmm. you're walking on a movie set in a town mm-hmm. in whatever that town is. Um, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade, right, because yeah. Hogwarts is the school. It yes. is so fabulous. They've got one in L.A. and one in, in uh, Florida, I believe. Orlando. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. In Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, did uh, you have a question for me? I did. I have a, a couple things, and I kind of wanted to just ask. Um, my husband has been going through some, some things with his business, and he's been really stressed about it. And I just... I want to know if you can ask his guides what the outcome is going to be because I'm not sure if he it, – it kind of seems to me like he's being pushed out of the business by just unusual circumstances. And I'm not sure if, if he's supposed to, you know, stop what he's doing and, and do something else or if this is just something that he's supposed to learn from. Ah. And okay. he's and and it's just kind of like this. Okay, am I going to be you know still a contracting business or what am I? And I'm like, I don't know, honey. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I, I don't know if this is a lesson for you or how we're going to get through this. So I just kind of want to see if you can connect with with sure somebody to find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, tell me his name, Kathleen. It's Jim. Jim. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to connect from you to Jim. Like what? We've your third third caller in a row that wanted to um, talk to find out information about a loved one. So let's yeah. let me hook into you. Okay. okay, laser beams heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to California. Okay, got you. All right, got him. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Ask for his spirit guides to show up. All right, there are four that have shown up, Kathleen. Okay. They spirit guides look to me like versions of Father Time. 
they all that doesn't mean that's necessarily what they look like, but when they first appear to me around somebody, they all look like elderly men with long white hair, long white beards, wearing long white robes. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Tumbledore, you know, without mm-hmm. the wizard hat or yeah. if you ever saw the Lord of the Rings movies, mm-hmm. um, yes. the Gandalf character yeah. that's uh-huh. in there. And, and so then when I, investigate each one individually, then they show me what they look like in their most recent lifetime. And it's funny because I watch them more from this father time mode or father time Mm -hmm. image into, you know, whatever they were, a fisherman or a businessman or whatever. And, um, and they're not always necessarily men. A lot of the time they're mm. women, but they show up to oh. me looking like Father Time just so I can identify that they're spirit guides. Wow. So, and they always stand behind the person that is, you know, with whom they're working at any given mm-hmm. time in a semicircle mm-hmm. behind them. It's really mm. wild. So That's as funny. I watch that person move, they move with him or her, or whomever, and but they're, they're with them. And spirit guides come and go. Our guardian angels are with us throughout our lifetimes, but, but spirit guides, depending on what's going on in our lives, can be here for a matter of, you know, a short period of time or a long period of time, whatever. Hmm. So, okay. So the one who's, as, I, as Jim is facing me, The one to his right is usually the one who's the primary spirit guide at any time. Mm -hmm. Okay, this guy looks like an engineer to me. He's got, um, is he an engineer by any chance or what what does Jim do? No. Is he a contractor? Yes, yes. Okay, this guy's got a set of plans rolled up in his hand and he he just looks like an engineer to me. So... uh, what kind of contractor oh. is Jim? What does he build? Uh, he does painting. Okay. All right. Well, this guy's an this guy. I'm asking him if he's an engineer. And he's saying yes. So, all right. What is going on with Jim with his painting contracting business? So let's be really specific. Spirits are really literal, Kathleen. Okay. So okay. let's get real specific on the questions you want asked. Okay. Um, I just want to know if he is supposed to be, you know, um, continuing with this business or if he's supposed to go do something else. Okay. So supposed to is whose opinion. So what I like to do is say, is it in Jim's best interest to continue with his painting contracting business? I get a no before the question is oh. out. I get a no. Really? Yeah. And is it in Jim's best interest to stay in the co- paint contracting business? I get a yes on that. Is it in Jim's, and help me with these questions. I mean, I'm just firing okay. them as they come to my mind. Is it in Jim's okay. best interest to, does he have partners or? No. Right now? Okay. No. So huh. who's trying to force him out? Um. The insurance company. Oh, okay. His, his, so the insurance company of which he's a client? Of which um, 
he needs to pay a huge sum of money in order to keep his policy active. And if he does not, yeah. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was just wondering if that was a sign that he needs to get out or if we need to, how, how to overcome this hurdle. Yeah. Okay. Is it in Jim's best interest to stay with his current insurance company for what? For his business insurance? Yes. Again, a no. Is it in Jim's best interest to find another insurance company to insure him? I get a yes. Is it in Jim's best interest to continue in the painting industry? I'm getting a no again on that. So I agree with you. That may be guidance that his insurance premiums have gotten so crazy that it doesn't make sense. Is it in Jim's best interest to continue in the painting business just as an independent contractor? I got to know. Is it in Jim's okay. best? I don't. What is he yeah. supposed to do? I mean, what well, is his, I don't know what his path is or what is he supposed to be learning from that? Yeah. I don't so know. The, the next question that came to my mind is, is it in Jim's best interest to go to work for another company as a painting contractor? Yeah, no. Okay, so maybe leave contractor off. Yeah. Is it in Jim's best oh. interest to go to work for a company as an employee? I'm getting a yes. Wow. Huh. And maybe it's an engineering firm or maybe it's an architectural firm or, or some big builder. Hmm. I'm getting a yes on that. You know, they've got those huge builders that are out there. Hmm. And it might make sense for him to look into that to see if there might be a fit there. I'm getting a yes on that, too. No, I'm thinking of, like, the, the great big, huge companies like Turner Construction. And you see their big cranes <laughs> Um, wow. You know, on buildings. Okay. Is, does he do residences now? Is it more yeah, homes and residences? Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And that that's one thing that he's been really adamant about not doing is, is going to work again for a company um, as an employee. That's one thing that he's like, no, I do not want that. I understand. Um, what, wow. I'm getting, what I'm getting to, Kathleen, is that it's in his best interest to look into more commercial projects than home, than, mm. you know, the residential. Mm -hmm. um, so commercial projects, let me see if I can get clarification on that for you. Commercial projects like office buildings and hospitals and stuff like that, I'm getting a no. Commercial projects, more like, a, more like apartment buildings. Hmm. So it may make sense. All right. Well, so what this just came to yeah. mind, too. Is it possible for Jim to contract with a company and be covered under their insurance? I got to know. Is it possible for Jim to contract with a company and have them pay his insurance? I get a yes. See, I, that's conflicting because it's now, it's like, no, don't be in the painting business, but then, like, well, okay, well, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Okay. Yeah. 
So, but the painting business, again, that's why I say we got to get really specific because the painting business can be lots of different, you know, have lots of different things Hmm. associated with it. So, um, all right. Is it in Jim's best interest to work in the commercial painting Painting. business? I'm getting a yes. Yes. Okay, something with commercial painting. Commercial. Uh-huh. So I think the no is more on the residential side. Okay. Okay. And Does I, that help? Are they? They are. Do, are they saying anything about a timeline? I mean, I'm just I'm trying to get him. You know, it's almost it's the middle of the year, and I'm like, okay, well, what is the end of 2017 going to be like? Um, do they say anything like, okay, for 2017? <laughs> what I'm what getting is, is. One, one step at a time. He, if he starts looking into some of those other areas, he will um, it, stuff will come up, and he, and it'll make sense to him hmm. when he starts investigating some of those other areas that I mentioned. Okay. Okay. Commercial so commercial pain. Give, yeah. Give that a whirl and um, okay. Well, good luck. Let me know what happens. Okay. Okay. Thanks for Thank calling you in. So much. You yeah. Have a, have a great evening. Great to talk with you, Kathleen. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do the show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find that number a couple of places. First of all, on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all this call-in information. And then secondly, in the show notes where you can listen to the show wherever you download your podcasts. If you look in the show notes, this call and information will be in there as well. While you're on my website, please sign up for the newsletter. It's a blog that I send out every Thursday morning, and it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And then also while you're on my site, please schedule an appointment, and then I'll have a whole hour, to, and we can chat about whatever you want to talk about. It's really informative and really fun to do that. So here's a question that was submitted online from uh, Alexandria, and she lives in Lakeland, Florida. 
And she said, Hi, Julie. I discovered your podcast on iTunes last week and have to say I'm a little obsessed, which is cute. She said, I have been listening to your show while at work and it makes my work day so much smoother. Thanks for creating this entertaining podcast and for all the help you provide those around the world needing some guidance. Well, thank you for those kind words. She went on to say, anyways, I wanted to reach out to you today and ask a question about myself. I've been going through a lot of changes lately and just wanted to see if you can provide any guidance for me. I've had health issues in the past, but haven't ever been given a diagnosis, so I spend most of my time doing my own research on maintaining all-around health. I just wanted to see if you can detect anything I may have missed or if there are still some areas I need to work on. Also, I'm in the midst of a big career change, and I know where my passion lies, but with so many avenues, I'm finding it very difficult to take the initial first step. I have all these great ideas, but I talk myself out of them before going for it. Well, that's something we all do, isn't it? She said, any guidance you can give to help steer me in the right direction will be greatly appreciated. Can't wait to hear back from you. So here's my response. Hi, Alexandria. Loved hearing from you. Thanks for your kind comments. When I connected with you, I saw a brownish haze encompassing your energy field and got, that's in air quotes, that means in my, in my head, I got the thought, it's being caused by food and other environmental toxins. Based on what I saw, I bet you feel fatigued most of the time and among other things have difficulty concentrating. I cleared the contaminated energy from you and saw it was on top of a lot of erratic energy. It looked like the static I used to see as a child on a TV screen when the station signed off for the night. When I calmed your frenetic energy, I saw lots of inflammation in your body. In addition, there's a very large tear in your energy field membrane that stretches from your throat to your groin. This condition was caused by a traumatic event either in this or a past lifetime and preceded your medical symptoms. This condition is also affecting your career aspirations by keeping you stuck in a fearful place. Please consider scheduling a private consult with me. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and pick a date and time. That's what I was just talking about. That way we'll have a whole hour to unravel what's causing your symptoms. I think it's way more involved than a quick scan that, um, that I can read on, read on the show here, Alexandria. And um, I finished with it's all fixable promise. So this frenetic energy that I'm seeing with her, the inflammation that I'm seeing with her needs more diagnosis and more I, I need to do a deeper dive with what's going on with her so um so hope to talk with you one-on-one alexandria thanks for your question all right we have another caller and i believe it's a 205 area code hi this is julie who's this it's amber hey, amber how are you i'm good how are you doing good, thanks tell everybody where you're calling from I'm calling from Birmingham. Birmingham, sweet home, baby. Yep. Alabama. Roll Tide. Tide. <laughs> I have to yep. yell. I have to add in Go Buckeyes, too, because, you know, I am a, a Buckeye. Yes. A, a graduate yes. of the so, so am I. <laughs> oh, you must be fabulous, then, darling. So do you have a question for me? We've got about a little over 10 minutes left. So Okay. I do. I have a fun one for you tonight. Okay. All right. So, okay. So we and my husband's family 
we We've have this tradition hang on, every... Hang on one second. Hang on one second. There's feedback okay. on the line. Are you on a speaker by any chance? No, I'm not. I'm hearing a, like somebody's punching numbers on a phone. Um, hmm. That's weird. I don't okay. know if I'm just getting bad reception. Maybe I'll move to a different room. Okay. Well, ask your question, and then I may put you on mute. You'll still be able to hear me, but then when you talk, okay. there's a weird there's a weird sound. So go ahead and ask your question. Okay. Um, my husband's family has a really fun tradition. It's been going on for 20-plus years, and it was started by his father, who has since passed away. So it's really important to the family to carry on this tradition. Yeah. And the, the tradition is um, he purchased this five-pound candy cane. It's like a stick. Yeah. And he gave it to somebody the first Christmas, and then the next Christmas they had to pass it on in a unique way. You don't just wrap it up and give it as a gift. You have to slip it into their house in a unique way. or it's, it's, They've done some really crazy ways of passing the stick through the years. Okay. And so it's, it's moved around between all the family members and grandchildren now, and it's just been going around and around. And um, this past Christmas, well, actually, the Christmas before last, it was given to my niece in Atlanta, and they put it up because you have to keep it safe throughout the, the year. <laughs> they put it up somewhere safe, and now they cannot find it in their house. So this Christmas came, and everybody kept asking, who got the stick? You know, who got the stick? And nobody said anything. And then we just found out over Mother's Day weekend that the reason it wasn't passed is because they can't find it. <laughs> so we we were all at my my sister-in-law's house over Mother's Day weekend this past weekend, and we're all searching for this candy cane that's so important to our family because it's a, oh started by their dad. Yeah. And we just cannot find it at all. Okay. So you want me but to see if I can help house. you find it? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hook into you. And then I'm going to go from you to your sister-in-law's house. All right. So here we go. Lisa, we've got you. You're, you're just a short distance away. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's heading to Atlanta. Okay. Show me where the candy cane is. Okay. It's in a um, – I'm seeing it in some kind of a uh, – it's horizontal, and it's in – it looks like um, – either a hope chest kind of a thing or maybe a sky seat. Do they have any kind of storage like under a sky seat? I I think she does in her bedroom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have her look in the sky seat. I'm seeing it in, we have a sky seat in Jonathan's playroom at 25. Mm -hmm. It's not really a playroom anymore, especially since he doesn't live here. Well, it, it is still a playroom, but when we moved in this house, he was little. So we called, we still called Mm -hmm. it a playroom. And it has a sky seat where we have a cushion on it, but but it has mm-hmm. cabinets underneath. And some of those sky seats, you can remove a cushion and you can, um, you know, flip up a lid on it kind of a thing. And so yeah. that's what I'm seeing, that it's on top of something either in a cedar chest. You know what I'm talking about, how a lot of our mm-hmm. grandmothers yeah. had those. and yeah. uh, Or a sky seat or something like that. Is where I'm seeing it, mm-hmm. and it and it looks okay. like it's on. It, I don't. I'm seeing it on top of linens or fabric, stuff that's okay. made out of material. It's not in a 
box or something with a bunch of toys or whatever. It has, it's in, it's on top of fabric. So did you guys look in the sky seat in your sister-in-law's bedroom? Do you know? I I was in charge of the basement. I searched the basement and then we all sort of split up and went different directions. I'll call her tonight and find out. That's like you got the short end of the stick, literally. Be all you're banished to the basement to look. Holy moly! (laughs) Jeez. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I'll let you know how it turns out. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you. Good luck on your five pound candy cane. I can't even imagine that. I'd love to see a picture of it when they find it. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll show you. All righty. Thanks, Thanks. Amber. Bye. Uh Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, what I'm picturing is is one of those candy canes that are a stick and you can suck on them. You know, they're they're out around Christmas time and they're, they're kind of soft almost. And so, oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Okay, well, let's do another. We've got a few minutes left. Let's answer another question from somebody that submitted one online. Okay. This is from Sheridan, and she's from Hayward, California, and she says, Hi, Julie. I just had a baby three months ago and have been suffering from horrible postpartum anxiety. I have fluctuating thoughts of deep sadness and grief. I feel lost and alone. I keep having thoughts and fears of dying in a car accident as well as seeing slash feeling spirits in my house. I can't see faces but will often turn my head because I see and feel someone by me. Are these thoughts of dying just something that's a part of my postpartum or is it more? And who's visiting me? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Sheridan. First, congrats on your new baby. So sorry you're having to deal with postpartum issues. And I don't think that's all that uncommon, by the way. I think a lot of women, when they have babies, go through this, and it's just never discussed. So I went on to say, in order to investigate what's going on with you, after establishing a connection between us, I shot energy from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head and could see the depression you're feeling. It looks like a brownish fog and is over your whole body. Once I got the depression energy sucked out of your energy field, I could see what I believe is the root cause of your symptoms. It looks like you have a big case of adrenal fatigue that's affecting all of the other hormones in your body, especially your thyroid. Psychiatrist Daniel Amen, MD, says 80 to 90 percent of postpartum depression is associated with thyroid abnormalities. Well, that's no big surprise that she's got adrenal fatigue. She's probably not getting any sleep like none of us do when we're new moms. I went on to say, so in order to help you feel better, I watched an energetic hormone cocktail fill your body. It looked like clear IV fluid with lots of iridescent sparkles in it. Once it was administered, you looked healthy and happy. The spirits you're sensing and seeing are all deceased loved ones and friends there to support you. They're always around you and all of us for that matter. You're just able to perceive them in your current state of being vulnerable. Appreciate them and thank them for my love, for their love. Here are my suggestions. 
The fastest, easiest way to begin to feel better is to focus on eating healthy, whole foods, organic if possible. Do your best to stay away from processed foods, sugar, and alcohol. Increase healthy fats like olive oil, coconut oil, avocados, and grass-fed butter. You can find Kerrygold butter in most grocery stores. Go to bulletproofexec.com slash diet and download the food chart. Eat what's on it. Next, find a functional medicine doctor in your area who can figure out the cause of your symptoms and help you fix them. Go to functionalmedicine.org and enter your zip code. You'll be shown a list of physicians close by, or this is my preference for you. Consider visiting the Northern California Amen Clinic. And Amen is spelled A-M-E-N, like amen at the end of a prayer. It's in, the Walnut, it's in Walnut Creek, close to where you live in Hayward. They specialize in brain issues. The doctors and staff will be able to assist you by doing blood work to check for vitamin, mineral, hormone, and other deficiencies and imbalances, perform brain scans, and design an action plan to quickly make you feel better. Go to amenclinics.com for more information. The best news is I believe you can and will heal from this condition and will be able to enjoy your new baby. All my best. Okay. When we see what we think are spirits or feel spirits, we actually are. And sometimes people will say, well, I saw something out of the corner of my eye and it almost looked like a shadow, but then when I looked back, it was gone. Well, what you're seeing is a spirit. And we all have the capability to do that. The more you do it, the more you accept that that's what's happening, the better you're going to get at it. And so pay attention to that stuff. If, if you have a feeling and all the little hairs on the back of your neck are standing up or you get goosebumps or you see something out of the corner of your eye, it's real. You're just able to see something in a different reality and you go for it because we all have the capability. It's just learning to develop it. All my skills I developed. So you can too. All right. With that, we are about out of time, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me this evening. Thanks to all the callers who called in. And uh, please call in next week with your questions or submit them online. And if you get an extra minute, please go to iTunes and uh, give this podcast a five-star rating because it helps other people find us. And that then that makes it even more fun for everybody, the listeners and the callers and me. And it's just all one big happy fest. So hope your weekend is terrific. And uh, take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.